It is Conflict Resolution Wednesday. We've been talking deal breaks today. What is your deal breaker? And what happened at that intersection where it happened and you realize that, oops, I need to make a call? Uh, For instance, someone on WhatsApp says, my deal breaker has always been a guy that smokes. And he hid it from me. I found out much later in our relationship. But I was so in love, I kind of settled. Mm and dealt with it because it was happening anyway. We're not together anymore, she continues to say. Today is a Wednesday, the 19th of September. On this day in 1985, two white men, Skalk Berger and George Skippers, were sentenced in Klagstorp to be hanged till they die for the rape of Ginny Huizione in February 1985. Two other white men in the same case were found guilty of rape. All four pleaded not guilty, even though there was DNA evidence that proved beyond any reasonable doubt that they did it. Most importantly, witnesses caught these four rapists and murderers in the act. This case led to an outcry throughout the country that the life of a black person was cheap and whites could do as much as they please since they had the backing of the law. Sentencing to death of two rapists on this day in 19. 85. 6 9 and Nicki Minaj. This is Fee Fee. 8 11 Conflict Resolution Wednesday on Metro FM. Today we're talking about relationship deal breakers, but more so when you get to that intersection mm-hmm. where we're here now. Mm-hmm. Do I stick around or do I not? Mm. Is a relationship strong enough to survive? that the deal was broken whatever the deal is and whatever your deal breaker is uh, yeah in, in in my 45 years of living i can tell you now f- without any doubt that the heart does not have a chuck norris mm. does not have a staring like sure. i don't care who you are it doesn't have a chuck norris as much as i still say so sure. drugs are a no-no it's because i haven't been put in that position mm. Gamu on Twitter says, my deal breaker was smoking and I'm with a guy who smokes now. Mm. But as long as I can't smell it or taste it on him, I am good. Mm. Okay. You can be a, you can get a considerate smoke. Good morning, Nsefi. How are you? I'm fine in you, Fresh. We're good. Are you at a situation where you have to decide if it's a deal breaker or not? Yes, I was. Uh, but I'm still in that relationship as we speak. Okay, so your deal breaker was... I can't be with a married man, right? Yes. Are you with a married man? Yes. Wow. Uh, mm. How did that happen? Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's a long story. Hey, I can't share it on air. Mm. No, but in short, yeah. like like briefly, and why did you go against your deal breaker? Mm. Because I fall in love with him, hey? When time goes on, I fall in love with him. No, but it so started then, somewhere. Did you know yeah. in the beginning when you started... That is married. Uh, no, I didn't know. Okay. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's okay. the other problem. If you had known, knowing what you know now, and being with the person you are and feeling the way you're feeling, would you still have gone ahead with it? No, I wouldn't. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. okay. I was swine. That's being de- honest. Yeah, he didn't declare. De- now you're in love. What are you going to do now? Marry him. We want, we want to get married, hey? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to be the second wife? Love. As in be a second wife or you expect him to leave his wife? As a second wife. Aha. Uh-huh. Wow. Hey, it's serious. Wow. 
you are okay. adult. All right, Nsefi, yeah. uh, thank you for... Remember I said yeah. earlier on, yeah. a friend of mine's deal breaker was if he cheats, I'm out. Mm. She's a second wife now. Mm. Remember I told you about my deal breaker as well, uh, getting into my relationship with hubby. Yeah. Before him, I had always had this feeling that, or this notion that because I do not have a child, if I find somebody who's great and all that, but he has a child, that's a deal breaker. Mm. I'm not going there. Look yeah. at you now. You love her. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in absolute love with her. Well, it helps when they bring along a child you can get along with. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, morning, V. Hi, guys. Your so, de- my deal breaker was cheating. Yes. And a guy with, uh, having a child in a relationship. Yeah. And it just happened. I was in a relationship and the guy that I was seeing, he actually impregnated another chick. Mm. So, <laughs> so it went from perfectly happy the one day to boom, there's a, there's a child or there's supposed to be a child now. Mm. And it's like Sumizi was saying that you don't just wake up one day and you don't no longer love the person True. because you were fine, you were happy, and then something like that happened. Yeah. So throughout the pregnancy, I still stuck around as much as my deal breaker was like, I'm not going to do this, but I couldn't get out yeah. but then as soon as the child was born I, I could not idealize that no i didn't sign up for that and, yeah. and i was out yeah because the reality actually kicked in and i stuck to my deal breaker by mm. then wow thanks okay. for sharing your story man okay thank you but now i'm happy and i'm getting married with some someone new guy. else <laughs> okay am, am i the only one who thinks mm. who notices that most of the time women are the I, ones with rules. They're more tolerant. They're more tolerant. Guys would really stick to to their deal break, uh, breaker stuff. That's true. I think it depends on what the deal breaker is. But generally, guys are less forgiving yeah, of infidelity if, if, than if, women If a are. guy has a child outside, the woman would forgive. But if a woman has a child outside, the guy will never forgive. If a woman cheats, the guy would never forgive. Uh, you know, all but it's, it's it's I think it's 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 historical. Because it's a woman sad. is always expected to stick by her man, it's whereas a man has always been taught to that Cotella. you have options. Yes. It's not fair. Yeah. Good morning, Ayanda. How's it, guys? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Good. Please share us, uh, tell us your story. Mine's going to be short and sweet. I always said I will never go with a woman that has a child. Here I am. I'm getting married to the most beautiful, most humblest person I've ever met in my entire life. Mm. And, you know, when you grow up and you are young, you, you always have these perceptions and you always think that life has to be painted in such a picture yes. that's perfect. Yeah. But, you know, God just gives you people that you didn't even expect. So, I'm happy with my partner. Mm. And she has a son. And I met the, I met the son when he was like nine months old. So, oh, I yeah. mean, life is great. You must see the grin on my face. I'm so happy for you. Big up, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Thank you. Guys. Thanks, yeah, Ayanda. Man. Please share with us. We're also going to be chatting to our doctor about the psychology of saying, hi, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today we're talking deal breakers in relationships, but more so... When you get to that cross-section, that intersection, where you have to decide that, here we are now, what do we do? Ayanda says, my deal-breaker has always been that if a man ever lays a finger on me, on Sunday, my boyfriend of three years slapped me Mm. in the middle of a fight. Mm. I will not lie. I don't know what to do. Mm. 
Dr. 95 says, I've been in the most toxic relationships uh, ever with women. So whenever I see a sign that uh, this one is like the previous one, I run before I even get to emotions growing. Mm-hmm. Lungile says, my deal breaker is being beaten up. I will not stay with a person who makes me a punching bag. I will Same not yeah. tolerate this. Yeah. It's even worse when a person playfully says, I'll hit you. Mm. I walk out of that relationship. Yes, because that's I a can't. warning. That's a warning. Um, here's one. And and I'm always in conflict with such with this specific deal breaker. Yeah. Um Shengu says, My deal breaker is lack of protection in a relationship. When the young ones are getting too comfortable, he needs to step up and show them the boundary. And the reason I'm sort of in two ways about it, I always feel like the young ones will step up if your person allows them to step up mm. in the first place. Mm. So I don't know. It's one of Either way. She's a friend of the shows. She's our resident educational psychologist, Dr. Sepiso Matenji, is in the building. Uh, what's up, Doc? Uh, good morning, family. So lovely to speak to you today. Uh, mm-hmm. Doc, let's take off the doctor uh, cap f- off for a second. What is your deal breaker? Nah. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> How? Okay. I am. We don't believe you. You're 44. I am 44. Yes. Some of the deal breakers that I had when I was in my teens and my early 20s were defined by what I saw my grandmother going through. Mm. So the things, sorry, I will not let the man lay a hand on me. Mm. I will not be financially dependent on a man. Mm. I will not let the man, a man do this and that for me. They were defined by the trauma of my childhood. Mm. And as I got into a marriage, I brought the trauma into it. And I've been with my husband for 23 years. Mm. Mm. And some of the things that I actually brought, which were my deal breakers, also became things that that became contaminants oh, in that yes. relationship. And that's the point that I want to make, that different phases of your life, they actually define who you are. And mm. when you transition from one stage of your life, one phase of your life to your next, be aware of what that transitioning is about. Mm. Because your deal breakers actually shift, your boundaries shift but also your identity and your values and your principles are supposed to shift. The key thing is it's supposed to shift for the better, not for the worst. Mm. Okay. So if some of your deal breakers are about protecting you from trauma because you haven't dealt with it, you end up using those as contaminants in the relationship and then they create toxicity. Because what happens, Gohore, that kind of mentality, I will not let a man hit me. It means in an argument, I do not back down. So mm. I bring that and then mm. we end up arguing over teaspoons because I will not let you tell me what to do. Mm. But I am doing it with a very different rationalization to what actually not having a man put their hand on me means. Because it also means I need to take responsibility to not escalate the fight, doesn't it? Mm. It also means that I need to take responsibility for being able to protect myself by walking away and not let my pride come into it. Mm. So what ends up going, I end up having a, my grandfather in my own relationship when in fact mm. that's not what I wanted to do. But I didn't know how to de-escalate the situation. So then I end up realizing that I don't want to have somebody put their hand on me, but I need to change how I engage when ah. I engage in conflict. Mm. Now, my deal breaker has shifted because now I've learned, Hore, there are certain things that I need to learn about who I am. And then when I engage in a situation that might trigger my boundary, I need to know how to handle myself. So we're talking about emotional intelligence. Mm. Okay. So whenever people talk about their boundaries and deal breakers, and very often, to be honest with you, it's about when people cheat on them. 
then we ask Hore, okay, so according to you, when a person cheats on you, now you feel you want to leave. Why is it a deal breaker? You haven't even interrogated it. You've just somehow breastfed it from somebody who told you maybe your mother what has happened at home, what your uncle and your aunts have been doing, and you've automatically transitioned into that. You haven't interrogated it properly. Mm. Yet you have been a horrible witch in the relationship, Mm. and you wonder why it is happening. So when we unpack it, we end up realizing some of the things that we ignore about who we are, about how we contaminate the relationship, feed into what we call deal breakers. Mm. And then when there's conflict between our minds and our hearts, we end up realizing I haven't really fully resolved who I am. And I haven't really interrogated what these boundaries mean for me. Mm. And when I say it's a deal breaker, what do I mean for this person and how I engage with them healthily, but also in an unhealthy way. Mm. And then we begin the conversation. And then we can truly test if really it is a deal breaker or you need to shift it. Out of interest, I don't know if uh, you have an opinion on this or if there have been studies. Why is it that when it comes to infidelity, for instance, men are less forgiving than women? Mm. Ah, uh, you are a man. The, the way you say, mm. uh, <laughs> it's like you're saying this paper has been due for a thousand years. We're still writing it. <laughs> be, 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 because of, um, I'll give you, uh, let me put on my head again. Yes. Um, men will tell you that by the time a woman chooses to sleep with a man, she has left you emotionally. Mm. Uh. That women are very emotional beings. They mm. attach. And even women who claim or whatnot, they don't attach. Actually, they do. I see it a lot with women who say, no, I only want your sperm. I don't want you. But then they get pregnant and then the baby wants their daddy and then they mm. feel lonely worry. Daddy is not there. And then it means you don't love me. You've rejected the baby. So it just becomes murky and dirty. So... So the men recognize that women are very emotional people being and they attach to people. And sex, it's not just sex. Mm. A hug, a kiss is not just a hug and a kiss. It means more. It means this person is giving their soul to you. So when a woman cheats, they actually understand just how complicated and deep that relationship is. That is a betrayal at an emotional level. Whereas for them, they claim, and I say claim in parenthesis, that they can detach between sex an emotional attachment. Yes. So they can have sex with multiple people and not necessarily feel emotionally attached to that person. Whereas a woman does not know how to, that not all women know how to have that boundary. Yes, baby. I had sex with her, but I make love to you. There you go. <laughs> That's why I go, ah. <laughs> Doctor, in closing, how do you advise people that are at that Crossroads. Yes. Uh, it's so nice because I don't have to advise anything. My job is to challenge you. Mm. And I do that very, very well. Because I want to know, and this is what I would advise, to, um, I would give to somebody. Why, why is that a deal breaker? What informed that deal breaker? What contributed to you recognizing it is? What value mm. underpinning that deal? Mm. And how have you actually... Um, how do I say this? De- demonstrated it. So I I say an example, Yahori. You say when you are a very clean person, mm. all right. But if you being clean means that the people around you hate your guts because they literally cannot be themselves. Mm. Your house looks sanitized. It is so clean that people are not comfortable. If you've based it on yourself and not really really looked at the impact it has on the people you care about. And when it was being done to you by your mom, you hated it. Mm. You resented the fact that you had to wake up until Sablanka, you know, before you go to church at 7 o'clock. If you have not really interrogated it, so you've just moved on autopilot from one stage to another, then we need to look at that. Because obviously, if it was not healthy for you when you were a baby, but you've, and you've imbibed it, you've ingested it, and now you are with people that it's not healthy for, and you are blind to it, 
then you are actually conceited. That boundary is actually harmful to you and to the people that we love. And then we interrogate that. But other times we've implemented a boundary when we haven't negotiated it with people, we haven't communicated it with people. Mm. And usually around money and about helping, it's about that. You know you want people to love you for who you are, not because of your money. But you haven't really communicated it. Instead, what you've practiced is that I'll give you money, I'll give you money, I don't need your time, I don't depend on you. Yet when you now say, I no longer want to give you money because you are abusing me, you're taking advantage of me. But you haven't communicated that. Mm. Your practice is not relating to your theory. So what you just say is just you thinking that's what it is and then you're creating that conflict and dissonance in your relationships. So when we unpack it we actually end up redefining what you have and then we teach you to communicate them and then start practicing according to what you were saying. And then the deal ailing difficult or when somebody has crossed your boundary what repercussions are they for them and for you and can you live with themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you one personal story. My mom gives my mom knows how to give but fresh you could call her and tell her i need a pair of shoes my mom will get them to you as i eat because you are nice right mm-hmm. and when people take advantage of her according to her now because she's no longer comfortable with people taking what complain i don't know all you see for me getting an atf yet we know that she's an altruistic person which mm-hmm. means she will not live with herself if she knows but fresh does not have shoes and i need to give fresh shoes mm-hmm. she will not she will punish herself she won't enjoy the the nandos that she likes to eat she will not do other things so the consequences for her not doing what she knows makes her vulnerable to, 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 to being taken advantage of actually causes her more. Even when we say, I'm, I'm going to adhere to them, they end up making us feel like we're not being good people. Mm. And so that conflict between the heart and the mind comes in. So we help you deal with that. Or someone actually that boundary, is, it really is just a theory because in practice you feel like you're betraying yourself by sticking to it. So let's redefine it so that it's healthy for you and the relationships that you're putting in place. Mm. Yo, so much food for thought. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Tsepiso Matenchi, educational psychologist. Doctor, you deserve a joint when you get home later today. <laughs> you- Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to have one if you want. Thank, Thank you, Doc. You so we love Bye-bye. you very much. We love your mind. Thank Thanks. you, Doctor. Have a good day. Bye-bye.